And I'm sweating like a dog already. I'll cover his sweat. I read 12 bottles. I'm very tired. And it's like, oh, half an hour. Guy ends up taking a full hour to get there. And then he gets there. And he's like, oh, sorry. I was stuck in the bathroom. Okay. Well, that's that's great. So, you know. Josh, um, we've started recording. Bubbles! Bubbles! What was that about, Josh? The 12-mile run in the bathroom? Yeah, last last uh, last weekend, uh, my car battery died after my run Saturday morning. Uh, even though I took it to two different places, and they both told me the battery was still good. It's fine. And then the tow truck driver took an hour to get there. Um, and then he told me he was late because he got stuck in the bathroom. <laughs> Oh man! There's a longer what? version of the story. I'll tell you off my off air. <laughs> were you were you stuck like in, in a parking uh, lot of a minor league baseball stadium? You bet. Okay. Um, Luckily, because and we my both... car battery had died, I couldn't turn on the air conditioning, so I had that going in my favor. And luckily, I had only run 12 miles, so I was only absolutely sweaty instead of just a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. It all lined up pretty well. And luckily, it was the day that we were supposed to celebrate my mom's birthday, so I did have like a two-hour drive in front of me that I was supposed to do. So that was also in my favor. Did you end up going? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm a great son. I'm I'm actually not a good son. Um, yeah. Um, people would probably say that. I mean, my mom well, probably wouldn't say that. Says that. I, um, she actually hasn't been listening lately. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, so... We have one um, listener? Christopher Sean? <laughs> oh, real quick, actually, that's not true, though. We gotta talk about, uh, Sarah Hass, who keeps listening to her podcast and being very nice to us, and then followed us on Letterboxd? Which is very um, exciting. Somebody, yeah, jo- we Josh- can't even get an email. Somebody followed us on Letterboxd? I mean... Josh, for those of you listeners that don't know what Letterbox is, don't worry about it. Um, but Josh has been on Letterbox for what a year or two. Oh man! And you? I'll love- go ahead and wriggle myself. I said, my girlfriend is. She works long hours. She's working a twenty-four hour shift on New Year's Eve of twenty eighteen. I guess twenty seventeen going into twenty eighteen. Um, so I just spent New Year's Eve at home setting up a letterbox account and marking off all the movies I have seen and building the Lego Resistance Bomber and watching Wonder Woman and The Dark Knight. And it was that, great! That so was I your had, New Year's? Hmm? That was my New Year's Eve, um, like a year or two ago. Whatever, uh-huh. after Last Jedi came out, it was that New Year's Eve. It was great. Um, yeah, so Josh is um, <laughs> uh, way too in the letterbox. I would and, hardly call it that. Um, letterbox is not one of those things where like people follow you a bunch. No. Because um, there's not really like you don't create content. I mean, you can, 
Uh, where you do these, like... Of content, thank you very much. Also, you know when you post a review, you can push a button that says this review contains spoilers. You're aware of that, right, Pete? You get that, right, Pete? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Um, I... Well, I don't really write any spoilers in my oh. stuff. Debatable. So, I just, you know, say things... I say how I feel about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Art of anyway, Self-Defense, not a very good movie. Thank you for tweeting about us, following us on Letterboxd. I remember you tweeted about doing a podcast of your own one day. You know, gotta get on that. If you're trying, if you need, you know, some advice on podcasting, podcast, blah, 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 you know, you totally come on Toeboys. I mean, we don't know how to do that, but, you know, you can figure it out. Anybody you, out there? Anybody? What are you talking Boys, about? If you want to be on Poe Boys, hit us up uh, poeboyspodcast at gmail and tell us how to do that. We've had multiple guests on the show. Yeah, but in person. You they couldn't tell based on the quality. Room. You couldn't tell based on the quality. It's not that difficult, you know. Well, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, all you do is um, just mash them. It's a mix and match. What? Yeah, it's a mix and match. Don't. It's um. It's like a tech thing. Don't worry about it. That's this mix. It's a mix hey, and match. Hey, you want to be on Poe Boys? Email us. All right. At oh, Poe Boys Podcast at Gmail dot com. Look, speaking of Letterbox, you know we're being Detective Boys trying to figure out this whole Blu-ray deal. Um, one, Pete, why don't you go ahead and do me a favor, spell Blu-ray for me. Um. B L U E. No. So, and if then you follow us on Twitter, I apologize. Um, I haven't been on there as of late. Pete's been running the show, so you see creepy mannequins and Blu-ray spelled wrong over and over and over again. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm trying to be like a detective boy, figure out this thing with Star's Resistance Blu-ray. So you know, I'm googling like detective boy you know how to be a detective boy and so the internet's like oh blue velvet watch this movie blue velvet hey not helpful anyway and this episode is brought to you by the adams family the adams family lives lives begin to unravel when they move to new jersey and face against the 21st century and its greed arrogant and sly reality tv host Margot needler while also preparing for their extended family to arrive for a major celebration the adams family in october starring oscar isaac as gomez adams and other people as well oh sorry um we're going to get into this, but um, Oscar is so upset about the Star Wars Resistance Season 2 trailer that um, we're, we're trying to boost up his ego. So, um, yeah, so you're going to hear a couple um, advertisements. We don't usually do ads, but um, as you know, if you have any friends that are um, celebrities, it gets to their head. Um, they think that they're better than everybody else, so... When something happens to them, like the Star Wars Resistance Season 2 trailer, it's not a slate on him, you know? Um, I'm, there's reasons why he's not in it, but um, he's just so, so emotional. So, um, sorry about that. We'll, we, we'll do ads once in a while for that. So that's Adam's family in October. Um, he's the lead voice actor for that. 
Yeah, and feel you know feel better, Oscar. It's okay. They're not they're not making the Star Wars Resistance Two trailer at you. It's like we talked about. It's not happening at you. Someone else's success is not your failure. And that's a I mean that's a good life lesson to you know everybody. It's just because your friend is doing well, right? Um, doesn't mean that you have to compare yourself as not being doing as well as your friend. So yeah, I wish you'd remember that, Pete. Um. Excuse me? All right, so this episode um, is very, very exciting. Um, we, as of today when we're recording, um, the Star Wars Resistance Season 2 trailer came out about a couple of days ago. Out of nowhere! Out of nowhere, yeah. I had to get texted about it from a co-worker. Seriously? I mean, I knew it was coming out days in advance. I'm a Star Wars insider. Yeah, but that's the thing, too, is they... They try to send you, you know, um, like a double cross where they're, you know, just trying to send out false information left and right because they're trying to keep people on their toes because there's just so many leaks all over the place. Sure. And um, what happened to Josh and I, because we knew the Resistance trailer was coming, is this is a loyalty test. So yeah. um, they and gave they us... they gave, like, different people different dates, and it was like, oh, it, this date leaked, so I know who the leaker is. Which explains why, as Star Wars insiders, we weren't, you know, we didn't announce it immediately. Um, we were told it was going to be announced next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a classic in-the-industry loyalty test, which we both passed Pretty with flying colors. Pretty common in the industry. Pretty common yeah. in the industry. Yeah. Um, but it's... But it's out now. It came out out of nowhere on on Wednesday. I kind of figured we'd see it at D23, but I, I guess mm-hmm. D23, they're, you know, it's, it's Disney Plus time probably, or, you know, they, they've got other stuff. So it, it came a little early. But uh, this is a great trailer. Yeah, I mean, and it also gives us um, an opportunity to do one of our trademark um, episodes for yes, you all. We haven't done it so long. Yeah, we actually. The last did we do one? This might be the first 2019 Po Boy Theater. Did we do one for um, Rise of Skywalker within one of our celebration episodes? I don't think we did. Um, I. We can ask Clevin to go back into the vaults of Po Boy Theater stuff. Yeah, or yeah. listeners, you know. He can write to us if we did that or not as well. Um, we'd love to receive an email. Um, yes. Podcast at gmail.com. That would be so nice. So for those um, of you that are not aware of Poboy Theater, um, what I want you to do, listener, is you can stop this podcast right now, do a little quick, quick pause. Close your eyes and open your hearts. Close your eyes, open your hearts. Um, then um, type in Star Wars Resistance Season 2 trailer in YouTube. And what we're going to do is provide, um, we're, we're going to act out the trailer. So um, you should you have. Say, I would argue that I want our listeners to do exactly the opposite of what you're saying. Really? That Poboy Theater is a viable, if not preferable, alternative to actually watching the trailer. So you're saying that they shouldn't even look at the trailer because we're going to act it out so well. Right. Okay. I would disagree with that based on our acting skills, but... I'm actually an incredible actor. As people know, um, with 
having a company with having an LLC like give me, we do. Give me something to say. Give me something to say. Give me uh, branding answer. is give important. Me. Okay. What? So the Poboy Theater is one give of the things that makes our account. And give me an emotion to say it with. Um. All right. Let's see. Um. Um. A phrase to say. Mm-hmm. And an emotion. Okay. Yeah. Um. Orca saying we're all gonna die but he has a stuffed tummy so he just had a big meal okay so i'm saying we're all gonna die but i'm very full yeah you're very full <laughs> okay Oof. we're all gonna die <laughs> oh my gosh are you serious you Boom. you can just you can just like hit that with a light switch yeah on and off yeah, well, you know, I'm an empty vessel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We really got to talk about your mental health at some point because... I am a great actor. At this point, and you had that episode, last week's episode. No um, mental health. At last week's episode, what was the quote that you did? I sent it to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's help the... Po- no, no. going on forever. Help me. <laughs> no, no. Here's the direct quote. Since this podcast started so long ago, no end in sight. Please help me. <laughs> um, so it wouldn't be a Po'boys episode without Josh <laughs> sending out a cry for help to um, our many, many listeners. All right. So um, well, if you have a phrase you want me to say and an emotion with which to say it, Podcast at geo.com or tweet at us. Yeah, I mean he has a lot Do of it. he has a lot of range, as you can tell. Um, I have incredible range. I just threw that out why there, and he no had no idea it was coming. He had no actor. idea it was coming. Um, so, without further ado, um, without Is stalling, so handsome. I don't know. Without stalling anymore. Um, this is not stalling. This is where the money's made. All right, you want to flip a coin? See who goes first. I got a penny here. Uh, are we doing this together? I completely forget the ground rules for Poboy Theater. That's a good point. Well, traditionally, we've <laughs> we've gone one at a time. Uh-huh. Oh, right. And one of us does um, the sound effects. Oh, the sound and, effects. Yeah. Spoilers and narrates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a, what a garbage show. <laughs> what is this? The most annoying thing you can ever... Okay. Um, oh. All right. Oh, uh, you want you want hazard tails. Um. All right. I will have tails. All right. <clears throat> it's tails. All right. So I'm going to do the sound effects. Okay. So, um, listeners, just so you're aware, um, this trailer is two minutes and thirty nine seconds. So, yeah, so that's how far you're gonna want to fast forward. That's how far. Um. <laughs> for you narrating. So you think you're better at narrating than sound effects? Sorry, you think you're better at sound effects than narrating? No, I think this whole segment is going to be very annoying, and they're going to want to just push forward through it. Okay. Like, they'll listen to the first, like, five seconds, and they'll be like, oh, no, this is exactly what they said it was going to be. <laughs> it's weird that, like, when we did our last Poboy Theater, we didn't have a whole lot of downloads. Um, I'm, I'm Not like now. Not like now. All right, so... We're doing okay. Um, Josh... I have my finger over the play button. Do you have your finger? I have over the my play finger button? on the play button, so I will be narrating. I thought I was gonna be narrating. Okay. Oh no no, no. Uh, yeah that's right. I'm doing the sound effects. 
I mean, you won the coin toss. It can be whichever. Yeah, so I'm going to do the switch. sound effects. All right. Okay? So hitting right. hitting play now. Oh my gosh, is an eyeball? Is that a planet? Oh no, it's a weird little robot boy with a hat. Dump, 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 And she's in a new outfit, and she's looking very fresh, and she has a nifty new hat. I'm mean lady that's like, oh, okay. Gold guy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, all these sorcerers hmm. and, and tie fighters. Hmm. You seems like whatever. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Got little things. Zoom, zoom, uh, zoom. Racing. Yeah, Nicole, and then those oh, guys oh, like, oh, there's oh, bounty hunters oh, coming. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Captain Athano. Bobby and Death King. Big giant manta ray. These are three of my favorite characters. <laughs> and then Kaz, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm Kaz. Blah, blah, blah. I hope I don't trip. Ah, oh, there he goes. And then... This brain lady again, that little robot boy. This ball. Big spaceship. Pirate. Front roll. Frog people. An old guy. Another space beret. And then like a temple and some little children. And like a koi thing. Some lady. Some other lady. More bugs. Big giant creature. And then they go to like a casino. Captain Athana's in it, so there's that. All right, so um, Josh, <laughs> that was um, Josh narrating, and then me yep. with the sound effects. Yep. Um, so we'll we'll give you, I don't know, fifteen or so seconds to, to <clears throat> breathe, slow your heart rate. I know that was exciting, and it was a lot to take in. Uh, again, I repeat, you don't need to watch the trailer now. Yeah, obviously, so, that will be even more true after we do this again. Um, with Pete mm -hmm. narrating. So remember, listeners, this is Star Wars Resistance Season 2 trailer. So um, if this will be very... Those of you that watch Season 1, you're going to understand this perfectly um, mm -hmm. because you know all the characters. There's some new characters a little bit, but mainly you're going to understand everything that's happening. For those new listeners, um, this is all you're going to know about Star Wars Resistance. So... Um, sorry. All right. So, Josh, do you have, um... Oh, I'm ready. You're ready? All right. Um, hitting start now. 
So we have the Lucasfilm trailer. All right. And we have Bucket. He's looking out in the hyperspace with um, the BB-8 re- replacement. Colossus gets into hyperspace, and little Buddy's trying to fix something, but they're running out of everything. They're running out of um, they're running out of food. Um, they're running out of water. They're running out of just everything. And you know why? Because there's a war happening. Um, Kragen's like, you know what? This is your captain's fault. But you know what? We're also doing. We're trying to find a home for the Colossus. Oh, what's that? Flix's aunt. Oh, what's that? All the pirates are being bullies like they're pirates. Oh, and you know what? Back in the Empire, or sorry, uh, the First Order, Tam, she's really going into it. She's a TIE fighter pilot. Pew, pew, you know, she's really into it. And they need Tam to get the Colossus. But Phasma, she's not happy. If they don't get the, if they don't get the Colossus, it's their heads. And you know what? Things aren't going well, all right? Uh, planets, they're just giving up left and right. I mean, I phase on saying it's just like when I was a kid with the First Order. Eager's like, what? How are they tracking us? This is insane. How are they tracking us? And you know what? Kaz, who might be his dad or his, Kaz's dad or uncle, is like, uh-oh, bounty hunters are coming after us. Oh, what's that? Captain Athano? Oh, what's that? Battle droids? Oh, what's that? Guapi and Death Gang? All right. But Kaz, he goes back to his roots. Kaz, he's a bounty hunter. Uh, he's a spy. Uh, no, he's not very good at it. He's not very good at it whatsoever. All right. Is Team Fireball ready for this? This fall. And one epic conclusion to Star Wars Resistance Season 2. Will, don't miss this epic conclusion. Oh, is that the Children of Tahar? Where that symbol didn't matter at any point? Um, look at this battle. It's a battle of good and evil. Oh, what's that? Is that an Iktochi with an uh, an electric axe? Oh my gosh, Guavian Death Gang fighting against, uh, f- fighting against them. Oh, it's Kaz running on some cargo. Oh my gosh, and what's that? What's that? There's another job of the hut, but he happens to be friends with Hype Phazon. Oh my gosh. And then we end with that sad, sad boy. <laughs> he just wants friends. Oh, and it looks like he's going to kill one of his friends. Star Wars Resistance, Season 2 trailer. And when does that premiere? October 6th. Oh, October 6th. Sunday at 10 o'clock on Disney Channel and the Disney oh, Now boy. app. With subsequent mm. airings on Disney XD. All right, guys, have a good week. Um, yeah, okay. Oh no, I guess we should, you want to talk. You want to talk about the trailer? Real quick. Um, yeah, I think that we can talk about the trailer for a little bit. I don't know if you've got some stuff going on. Um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, we're here. All right, all right. So, yeah, what are we thinking of this trailer, man? I think that might be the best. Star Wars animating animation trailer I've ever seen. Wow. And I don't think it's close. Really? I don't yeah, I honestly don't think it's close whatsoever. Um because wow. the trailer that I was thinking of um was you and I watched um at Star Wars Celebration the Clone Wars trailer for the next mm-hmm. for the last season of Clone Wars and mm-hmm. it was emotional, you know, because we had the, this connection to all these characters. But you sure. kind of knew what was happening, you know? You know what Ahsoka's story is, you know what Anakin's story is, etc. But with these characters, 
You know, we don't know who's going to survive. We don't know, you know, how this is going to even lead into episode nine. Um, and it's just so action packed, you know, like they show you so much in this trailer. And then it's like in what, what the last 40 seconds, they tell you this is the epic conclusion. It's not, it's not coming back. And this, this episode is just going to be about the trailer itself. So we'll get into our thoughts about just having one more season um, on another episode. So yeah, that's a pretty big bombshell to to unpack on its own. So we're going to right now for the, we will get to that in our uh, emotional reactions to that and how long we knew as stars insiders and what part we did or didn't play in that, blah, blah, blah. But for now, we're just talking about the trailer itself. That's a that's a bold, bold stance, Pete, and I like it. You're going out on a limb there, right on. I don't know if uh, it's it's been you know, the trailers are something. Getting into Clone Wars, one of the huge when Clone Wars was airing, one of the highlights of my summer. You know, it was obviously getting jacked on swim team doing push ups, yada yada. But also, usually at like San Diego Comic Con or something like that, they would reveal the new trailer for Clone Wars. I remember just like waiting and refreshing the internet like the whole day when I knew the Clone Wars film was coming because I knew that they were going to show a trailer for season three of Clone Wars or something like that. Um, and I would just eat those trailers up. And I, yeah, I, I always love the animation trailers. They've always got me very excited because they do, because animation tends to be set between two points in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the trailers for animation, I think the, the best ones tend to be kind of a two-pronged assault where they show you the exciting new ways that they are pushing these characters you love forward and pushing this story forward. Uh-huh. And there's always also some other stuff from the larger universe that they bring in. And I can't tell you how freaking excited I am that Captain Asano is going to be in this show. Well, let's, yeah, let's get to that. Um, so... At one point, we have um, a, a, a blood relation, we can only assume, of Kaz. Um, you think so, though? Uh, it just seems like that, that person looks way too close to being like a humanoid that looks that looks like Kaz. Um, yeah. I'm sure that somebody's actually lined up the voice actors to confirm it's not his dad. Um, but the quote... Yeah, because do we ever... S- we didn't see what his dad looked like. No, he? his dad leaves him a voicemail, and then yeah. uh, he leaves his dad a voicemail. Um, yeah, so, I've got the I've got the guy pulled up right now, and he looks like Richard Nixon. So, who can say who he is? So he in the trailer he says, "Kaz, get as far as way as far away as you can. There are bounty hunters who might be coming." And then it yeah. um, gets out, and we see Captain Athano. Um, and for those of yes. you that aren't, um, you know, your ear isn't to the, uh, isn't to the, you know, ground as ours are. That is the person that Finn is going into his spaceship um, in, yeah, in Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Maz palace. He's got a very distinct bright red helmet. You'll spot it in the trailer. And then um, there is a book um, that was written, um, when, like a short, a short story, story, yeah. Which is basically, and I've said this a couple times, it's just Rat Race. It's Rat Race Star Wars edition. That's fundamentally what it is. So if you're a big fan of the Rat Race series, um, pick up... Series? I assume there's more than one. 
Um, pick that up. And then there's actually three more bounty hunters in that scene. Yeah, that's a good so point. We, I, guess I, I haven't really sat through and like paused and started with this. But yeah, Captain Thon was a big one for me. And they show a member of the Guavian Death Gang. And they show Guavian the, Death Gang um, Starfighters um, in one of the um, scenes. There's a scene with the um, with uh, Team Fireball, um, or sorry, the Aces, and they're being chased. How do you know? Um, it just has the same distinct red color of okay. the Guavian Death Gang, and then it happens like 10 seconds after the bounty hunter scene. So mm-hmm. it might not be, but chances are it is. And then we see um, super battle droids. But will we see Bolatik? We see super battle droids. And then lastly, we see a bounty hunter that has, like, it's either has Mandalorian armor, but it has the horns of an Iktoshi, um, which is um, Sacy 10. Sacy 10's. Um, oh, I like Sacy Yeah, because it, the, if you look at it in a still, um, it has the horns that, like, kind of go around the jaw. And then mm-hmm. at the very end, there's um, a. Yeah, I keep trying to find that guy. At the end, there's a scene where that same bounty hunter has an axe, like, an, yeah, like a vibra yeah, braid, and then it like hits the floor oh, yeah. and it just sends a shock wave. Yeah. So we, I mean, it seems like we're gonna clearly have like an episode or two about um, bounty hunters. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, in. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, he's definitely. He's definitely the same species as Stacey 10. Yeah. yeah, so that's, I mean, that's really cool. I mean, a big, like, a really cool part of um, Empire Strikes Back is the um, different bounty hunters we see. I mean, you, Josh, are a huge IG-88 fan. Yup. And um, those listeners that aren't super familiar with bounty hunters, um, IG-88 is the battle droid oh. in Empire Strikes Back. He's not a battle droid, he's a battle droid. Okay. Um, he's the assassin <clears throat> droid. Um, when Vader has all these bounty hunters that go after Han Solo, um, there's him, um, there's Bosk, who... Yeah, you got, you know, you got your IGA, you got your Bosk, you got your Forlom, you got your Zuckus, you got your Dengar, you got your Boba Fett. Yeah, so um, just the fact that Josh could say that um, casually with... Um, Without you know looking at the picture whatsoever, um, it's really cool to see these different bounty hunters. Um, do you think we're going to see as a side? Do you think we're going to see Captain Athano in um, the Mandalorian? I don't know. I mean, that'd be tight. That would definitely be game. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. And I'm wondering. I feel like back in the early days of this podcast, when we had a wish list for Resistance, I'm pretty sure I said Captain Athano was something I was hoping would show up in this show. I'll have to go back and listen. Mm-hmm. I won't. <laughs> um, listeners um, <clears throat> and Clevin, uh, you know, go back and see if we had a wish list. Um, so yeah, and then email us, boboyspodcast at gmail.com. So going, let's go back to the beginning of the trailer. Um, this season two is going to pick up right where season one left off. So they're in hyperspace. They come out of it. They have no idea where they are. And when we should talk about that, like they really don't have much of an option because season, uh, season one ends, you know, right in the middle of force awakens with Hosni and Prime. Uh Yep. So, I mean, I suspect they're not allowed to go too far past last Jedi. (laughs) So yeah, they really only have like, 
three days to work with thus far. So I mean, I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll end up getting past Last Jedi. But we see Captain Phasma in here. Yeah, we do see yeah, Captain at least Phasma for a hot second. It's still concurrent with Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I assume. Or she has a twin. Has it been announced the time jump between eight and nine? I think I've heard between like a year and eighteen months or something like okay. that. Okay. Um, so I not as big a time jump as I had hoped for, honestly. But that's a different. Episode. The cool thing about this show is this is the first Star Wars TV show where it's providing new information so close to the movie it's actually talking about. Because like you know, Rebels, mm-hmm. Clone Wars, those happen you know years past um, when the movie itself was released in theaters, and yeah, and Rebels led up to Rogue One, but when Rogue One came out, Rebels was only on, I think, season two, or maybe three, and they didn't really, they didn't really dive too deep into no, they didn't. until later in the show, after the movie had already been out, and all that had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a pretty cool thing about this. So we end up with the Colossus, um, they're short on supplies, they're running out of food, they're running out of water, and, um... Your general Battlestar Galactica scenario. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. Which, and I had feared, um, we talked about, like, the pacing of the first season being a little off to us. We're, like, similar to Rebel Season 1, where it spent the whole first season on the fall. You know, the whole first season of Rebels takes place on, uh, the space station with very few diversions elsewhere. So it's a lot of the same scenery and often. Um, so I, you know, if Season 2 were to be paced, like, Season 1 of Resistance... I'd have been, I was, part of me was worried that, like, okay, most of season two is going to be them living with pirates and the threat of mutiny and all that kind of stuff. Uh Uh-huh. But based on this trailer and stuff, I mean, it looks like they're moving out at a clip, and they're certainly going to touch on that, and I think we'll get an episode or two about that, but it looks like they are going to have other threats and drama. Well, here's the thing, too. Um, Do you remember when we did all these predictions for season one, and none of them were true, and... We did episodes sure. on um, Team Aces, and none of them ever talked. Um, yep. <laughs> um, I think that we're probably a little bit safer um, with this trailer and our predictions, because even in this trailer, they show the Colossus going to five planets, maybe more. Yeah. There's an ice planet. Um, they're going to visit Flix's um, ants, which it looks like a jungle planet kind of. Um, and in season one, Flix and Orca go to the ant's house on vacation. House. Is it mothers or ants? Yeah, it's mother. Oh, it's mother. So um, Flix's home planet, presumably. Um, yeah, that should be fun. And then we have the new alien species that looks like Avatar. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we have the... Which, of course, Disney now owns, so that's okay. <laughs> and then we have the Children of Tahar planet. Um, which is just hilarious that your prediction about the symbols is probably going to be something Oh, big. yeah! I don't think that's the same symbol, though. That's a fish. Um, well, the kid says, like, why do I know these symbols? Hello, I'm children of Tahar. Um, I called it. And then we have um, the desert planet where Kaz is like, I'm a great spy. Yeah. Um, and then most of the scenes, there's that scene with that giant praying, uh, not praying mantis, that giant manta ray. Yeah, manta ray. Um, yeah. I would probably assume that's probably on that avatar planet. Um, that just seems logical to me. 
that they would do that, but maybe that's its own separate planet tale. Could be. Um, a lot of cool monsters. I'm really digging the monsters in this trailer. A lot of really neat looking creatures. And, which is funny because that same day that this trailer came out, I was talking with my girlfriend, we were talking about the prequels because we've got to gear up to start rewatching all the Star Wars movies before Nine comes out. Uh-huh. And with her schedule, we got to start a little ways in advance. And she was talking about how she's not looking forward to watching the prequels again because she feels like we've watched them a bunch, which is, which is true. I mean, um, but... I was like, oh, well, you know, I really like the, the monsters in Phantom Menace. I really like the monsters in Attack of the Claws. She's like, yeah, I don't care about the monsters. And then I watched this trailer, and I'm like, oh, all these monsters! So they clearly are, are hip to what I'm looking for, apparently. Yeah, and I feel like when it comes to animation, it's just so e- it's so it's so much easier, you know? Like Yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit, so you can really get very creative. And it's not like and it's not like where you know you're paying millions of dollars to like this special this um, costume crew. You know what I mean? So um, we do have a couple new aliens. Um, like I said, the a- Avatar, and then it looks like there's a new. Ki- They're called the Navi. Oh, is that where um, the woman that played Xena, the warrior princess? Um, I forget what her name is. Is it- I've heard that she. Yeah, I've heard that she is the um, voice for the uh, princess of that planet. In Avatar. No, in this in this um, show. Yeah, uh, Lucy Lawless is one of the confirmed new voice actors for uh, the season. Oh, I didn't see that. The press release I saw pointed out Joe Manganiello. Hello, Magic Mike XXL. Such a good movie. Um, Family-friendly podcast. Don't watch that until you're 18. Yeah. I already mentioned Blue Velvet, so calm down. You're all right. Um, and David Diggs from Hamilton and Blackish, and um, he has another movie, Blind Spot, maybe? I don't know. Who's he in Blackish? So I saw those two names. Who's he in Blackish? He's Rainbow's brother. Oh, okay. So I saw that those two had joined the cast. Who else did you see? Um, Lucy Lawless. Oh, uh, Lucy Lawless is actually in the um, announcement on StarWars.com. Oh, yeah. Okay. Totally and, um, also, we we get Kylo Ren at the end of this trailer, the, the sad boy himself. Last year, it was reported that Adam Driver was going to be on this show. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was Variety, or I mean, it was a fairly reputable source. Maybe it wasn't. I could be wrong. Somebody was saying Adam Driver was going to be on this show, um, and we—he's he's not. We have Matthew Woods doing the voice of Kyle Ryan. I mean, he does, he's doing a fine job, and he's, you know, cream of the crop in terms of animation. He's a—he's a Star Wars animation VIP for sure. But what the heck? Why are they saying Adam Driver was going to be it? I'm not bummed or whatever, but like. How that information stay out there so long and be so wrong? I honestly think I this is just rewarding somebody in their industry, because I can't imagine Adam Driver would be somebody that wouldn't be willing to do this if they really wanted him to be in it. Yeah, I mean, I gotta figure it's like a scheduling thing or something like that. Um, but Adam Driver also isn't as desperate as like Oscar Isaac is for attention. Um, you know, he's a very nice and chill person when you see him at a party. Um, he's a little bit too much into fitness. So, um, that's a little aside thing. 
and coming from us. Yeah. Um, well, it's just like at parties, nobody likes the people to flaunt so that they can lift a table. Um, or, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's like, hey, there's food on that table, you know. And it's like, Maybe don't pick it's it like Adam, yeah, we get it. You ha- you were in the military. Um, you have worked out before. Um, you're swole, swole, swole. But you don't have to. It's not, you know, we're not here for the Adam Driver workout session. We're here, you mm-hmm. know, just as casual Star Wars influencers. Um, do you know, just have a good time. Um, and how. So the last person... Um, that is announced, um, not as new, but I just think this is hilarious. Um, Chase Ruckland's coming back too. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Elijah, I mean, it, I guess you know he's on the ship. Yeah, so I assume he's gonna like defect immediately, um, or he's just gonna be fodder for you know there to be some like impact of people you know not making it all the way through. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, we covered all the new actors. Um, Joe Manganiello is Axe Tangren, Tugren, Axe Tugren, Axe Tugren. All right, that's hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so that'll be kind of interesting. Um, I they it doesn't look like they've announced um, the actress who plays. The other new alien that announces, like... Um, With the brain head? Yeah, uh, brain head that announces, like, all the planets are giving up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's going to play a bigger role. Kind of like um, Sonara, you know, played a bigger mm-hmm. role than most of the guest stars. Um, so I think she's going to be more of, like, a Sonara type of person. Yeah, and speaking of that line dialogue she gives about systems giving up, giving in, kind of points to season two of Resistance, um, and season one did this as well a little bit, kind of flexing some narrative muscles to fill in blanks left by these first two entries in the sequel trilogy, which to me, there's still some pretty big gaps that in information that I feel like I need to know to properly appreciate the narrative, even in Last Jedi. I mean, at the end of Last Jedi... Yeah, the Resistance is in a bad spot, but they struck a devastating blow to the First Order, I would think. I mean, for all I know, for all we know, Kylo Ren and his old buddies there are the last of the First Order or something. I mean, I guess Ray has a line of dialogue about X amount of systems within a week or so, uh-huh. but that's forecasting out. There's no specifics as to the size of this force, where they're at, what they're doing. But we but we know so, it, though. Because of Star Wars, we, we, we know the size of... The First Order because of the last two, three episodes of Star Wars Resistance. That's true. Where they yeah, show yeah. and Oscar Isaac, um, you know, Poe looks at it and he looks at the whole scope. Now, right. Starkiller Base is not there anymore. And the flagship... Starkiller Base and a huge swath of the fleet that Holdo took out. Yeah. Um, so... So this will be a good opportunity and I think that Resistance is going to take it to... Mm, hopefully kind of solidify the state of the galaxy. I feel like I'm back on my soapbox after all these months, but, you know, i got to have a better idea what the status quo is. And hopefully between, you know, Resistance and uh, Season 1 and Season 2, going into Episode 9, we can feel like we had some idea of where everything was at. I, I, feel, like we, I, think, I feel like this season's going to do it. 
I hope so, but that being said, who knows how far into the season we'll be before episode nine comes out. Yeah, but even, I mean, I the whole point of Star Wars Rebels was it explained another rebel cell because we only saw the Skywalker rebel cell, right? We only saw the one that was um, headed by Dodono on Yavin 4, and um, who was the one on Hoth? I completely forget. Uh, I don't know. We're bad at our job. <laughs> um, and then, you know, um, that Han and Lando are the strike team, right? But in the right. movie, you know, um, Return of the Jedi, like, Hera's there with her, her, with her fleet. Um, other fleets are there. Um, so this yeah. is going to explain, you know, another part of the resistance that is trying to survive, that's trying to build up, that's mm-hmm. trying to help other planets. Now, um, yeah, I, I would say though, oh, go ahead. I let's we'll get into this more in, a, in a, another episode or two. But yeah. um, do you think that we're going to see the Colossus in episode nine? I don't know. It's not exactly easy to hide. It's pretty big. And look, that ship is the least aerodynamic thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going I'm like to say yes. If I'm you g- threw a football, like, but, but vertically, <laughs> like so that the points of the football were facing the ground in the sky, but you threw it uh-huh. that way, and I feel like it would potentially stick out like a sore thumb in the worst way, and everybody would say, like, what's that giant thing in the background? Why is it moving that way? That makes sense. No, maybe, maybe not. But also, like... I'm inclined to say The um, Mon Calamari cruisers, right, like the, the Radis, you know, that thing looked mm-hmm. ridiculous until, you know... <clears throat> Now everybody's like, oh, that's a cool ship. That makes zero sense. It looked... I mean, ridiculous is a strong word. It looked... It still looked like I understood um, from an engineering and physics standpoint how it moved through space. Uh-huh. It looked like a football. It looks like a football being thrown the way a football is thrown. Um, so we'll get... Well, yeah, we'll get into the, you know episode nine implications in the next episode um a couple things sure. we we haven't touched on um it looks like we're gonna get into back into some of the racing of star wars resistance um maybe well it, hype um goes back to a a space station that looks like That's a race nice. station so much yeah it looks like a and then a hut That's welcomes him back so We'll at least yeah. get to see, see a, either a racing planet or a casino planet. Yeah, because, I mean, it looks like we see the Ace's ships out, but it look I, I don't think they're in a racing context in the parts that we see, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think, yeah, I could see them. Um, then we we do have we do, we do have some mutineers um, with the Captain Craig and stuff, but we already talked about that a little bit. Um, yeah. And then, other than that, um, the only two things I have left to talk about are... Tam um, and her still unbelievable uh, acceptance into the First Order. Um, yeah, it is kind of like at this point, she surely knows that they like blew up a bunch of planets. Yeah. It's just like. Surely she's figured that out at this point. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they'll shed more light on that. Yeah, because we, during the whole, you know, those last like five, six episodes, like we didn't even talk about the turn of Tam because. 
the acting just like the whole not just I'm not going to put the acting just on the actress who does Tam, but also like it just doesn't seem super believable, you know, like I don't I I have no problem believing that she decides to leave with the First Order. I have a problem with Kaz not telling her, wait, those guys you're about to leave with murdered just, my parents, destroyed my home and a bunch of it like they murdered a billion people just now mm-hmm. i have an issue with that but free of that i just see it as her moving towards an authority figure and i get that uh-huh. but like withholding that information and her not finding out that information or finding out that information and not having an issue with it seems like a stretch but it seems like this season um our look into the First Order, I mean, it's going to mainly be looking at the Resistance, the good guys. It's going to be through the lens of Tam and um, Tierney, I think that that's her name, right? Yeah. Um, and Pyre, and then a couple of the big people like Phasma, Kylo Ren at certain points. But um, Tam's going to be our um, connection to the First Order this season. Um, sure. And lastly, um, the Children of Tahar. Um, somebody wrote on Twitter th- uh, um, on the like Star Wars Reps Matters that um, it's a woman with um, dr- a black one with dreads is the one that points out that it's a power source, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that the show is um, relatively diverse. It's more diverse than most of the shows. Um, and the kids recognize that symbol. Um, so those are the two kids whose planet was wiped out when the First Order was practicing um, Starkiller bases, drawing from the sun uh, strategy. So mm-hmm. um, that'll be another interesting thing to look at. Um, sure. So... With that, um, we're going to talk about, in the next couple episodes, um, as we ramp up to Star Wars Resistance coming back October October 6th, 6th, um, we'll just do our general thoughts on the show ending. We'll be an episode coming out in a couple weeks, as and we'll do like a our predictions for what this is going to be as well. Um, but, you know, we're really gearing up. You know, people keep talking about Episode 9, Handalorian, and stuff like that. We started this podcast because of Resistance. So um, you'll hear we're going to be more focused on Star Wars Resistance of anything else um, and going into that. So a lot, a lot to look forward to. Definitely. Some final thoughts here. Uh, where the turtle people? I don't see any turtle people. I think they, I think and, they, I think they just jumped in the and, water. And and. We see little buddy here. He still don't have his little vacuum back. Uh huh. Hashtag justice for little justice buddy. for little buddy and a nice. Um, and this is shows that Star Wars animation is looking at the surveys they're getting. The great blue creep isn't in that trailer. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant! I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, so weight off my shoulders. Hopefully, they die between seasons. Or um, the great blue creep is in Tam's um, squadron. That also makes that, yeah, that also makes sense to me. Definitely. Cool. All right. Well, if you want to get a hold of us um, on Twitter, we're Poboys at Poboys Podcast. You can email us um, a variety of things at Poboys um, Poboys Podcast at gmail.com. 
Um, other than that, see you next week. Bye.